when you know that you need to double your, your ACV, your brain is going to come up with ideas around this because you're, you will have a target. You know what you need to improve in order to fix your business model. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with Valentin Radu. He is the CEO and founder of OmniConvert. He leverages his industry expertise at OmniConvert, his SaaS company that provides growth solutions to mid-sized e-commerce websites looking to become customer-centric. He helps e-commerce companies find hidden gems in their data, improve customer lifetime value, customer retention, and deliver personalized customer experiences across all channels. Valentin, welcome to the program. Hi there, Brent. Thanks for having me. I uh, first of all, a big fan of of what you guys are doing at OmniConvert, and I also, you know, like to talk to people that run platforms like that because I feel like you get this like, you know, you probably have some really cool data, like the data amongst the data, right? Like you, you cannot just see what. Your your you know your business is doing, but you have some probably level of analytics into other businesses. So uh, definitely looking forward to hearing more about uh, your journey, how you got here, and also um, what you see out there that's that's working right now. Super, yeah, indeed. I have uh, I have this luxury of uh, having a lot of data to look <laughs> at the patterns and to satisfy my geekish uh, uh, nature. You know, uh, you you've you've asked me. How I got here, so it was, uh, I call this some happy accidents, but uh, now looking back, you know, you 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 try to make sense of everything and uh, everything makes sense eventually when you look, uh, when, when you look behind. So I've been a former e-commerce entrepreneur. I've been uh, struggling to, to make my company profitable and that's why I've started to look into the data and that led me to... Uh, doing a lot of uh, A-B testing, uh, optimization, asking customers what's going on, realizing the real unit economics, uh, stop uh, stopping the illusion that uh, growth equals uh, paying money to Google Ads and Facebook Ads. And uh, hopefully I've got here uh, safe and uh, way more thriving than I ever imagined. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what's like, you said your company was unprofitable and that you you needed to seek answers in the data. I'm sure there's lots of people that can relate either for their own business or maybe for their client's business. Yeah. Like what are what are some of the key data points that you start with to to look at that? Like what was the things that kind of stood out to you that you needed to look into deeper and create some tools around? Yeah. So so Brent, uh first of all I was uh, hypnotized about Google Analytics. I mean, I've been using this software Rescue Time. I still use this for 15 freaking freaking years, you know. <laughs> so uh, I I was looking at how am I spending my time and I realized, you know what? I'm spending 4 to 5 hours every day. I had the team of 12 people in the marketing team. 
still I I was wasting my life uh, into Google Analytics. And I was looking only at the visitor's behavior. I was looking like the bounce rate, uh, conversion rate, uh, whatever. So at some point I realized, you know what, maybe this conversion rate is not only about the visitor behavior. Maybe it's also about the customer behavior. So uh, I we were spending something like 100K a month in Google Ads, which wasn't fantastic, but for us meant that we weren't profitable. So basically we 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 were making the Google Drive, Google Ads, and we weren't uh, at all. I mean, every time, every month, we weren't uh, paying ourselves as entrepreneurs too, too much. And I think many entrepreneurs can relate to that. So we we simply, I simply got out there and I've uh, built a list of customers and I've started to look at, uh, what's their feedback? So mainly I've, I've started to ask them questions and then I've picked up the phone and I've started to, uh, to, to understand who, what makes them, uh, makes them buy. Then mm. thanks to this type of answers, I've started to craft a different, uh, user journey. I've started to use things like email. And I realized that the actual growth formula that, uh, we've been all hypnotized and we are still hypnotized by, uh, Google uh, and Facebook, that's uh, also only about uh, traffic, conversion rate and every journal value, that's false. You know, it's it's also about the lifetime value and it's also about the customer acquisition cost. So at the end of the day, it's a way more simple formula. How many customers you get, what's their lifetime value, so how much profit they generate throughout the entire lifespan and how much you are paying to acquire uh, those customers. So it all boils to, down to, to this type of uh, unit economics. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. You said something, and I don't know if you, you I, I assume you it was intentional, but we'll, we'll find out. You said you were, <laughs> you, you were obsessed with like the visitor journey and then you started thinking about it as more of the customer journey. So can you differentiate like visitor journey versus customer journey and, and why those might be two two different things to look at within a business? Yeah, I think this 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 is due to the fact that uh, uh, we are we are focusing too much on acquiring customers, and the website is just a part of the customer journey. So before customers future customers get to the your website they have all sorts of struggles in in into their environments right so you have maybe you are you are struggling to i don't know to to please your teenage daughter which was just uh, just here in the room uh and and you are looking for a solution so so her skin looks way more beautiful you know maybe you you are you are struggling to help her get uh, get from uh, from from this to that and basically you are becoming uh, a customer way before going on to a specific website. So that's the buyer's mm. And the, the the visitor part of it is just a component. So let's say it's just a part of the whole journey. And after you become a customer, and by the way, Brent, I'll show you, but you, the, you, <laughs> Look at that. You, end up, 
Yeah, you you end up buying these green freaking things, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> for for our listeners, Valentin is showing us like a little a little capsule that's like a it's like a stick that you probably rub on your face or something. Yeah, you know, it's like exactly. A... You, know, you you rub <laughs> on your face, so basically you end up buying all of those things. But there are some struggles, you know. I don't have skin problems. My 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 daughter has skin problems, so you end up looking for solutions on mm. on Google, and you because. She can't. Uh, she can't navigate through this. Uh, through this, uh, I don't know, bombardment of uh, yeah. of solutions. So, and then if the if the product is good enough, which I don't know, by the way. I mean, she just came here with her green face, and that's why I'm related <laughs> to this. But basically, if the solution is good enough, then you become a repetitive customer. You become a loyal customer, and brands should go out of the website, you know, they should go and see and find out with their loyal customers, what's causing them to become loyal and buy over and over again, because knowing this kind of information is going to make their job way more easier on acquiring customers with the right message and with the right promise at the right time. But all of those things are not being taught in uh, Facebook uh, ads. uh, uh, I don't know. And, and, and Google, uh, uh, AdWords certification because they are in the business of making money by making marketers and companies and agencies spending money on ads. And it's not like they are not doing a tremendous job. I'm just stating that this is just an ingredient from the yeah. whole market. Advertising doesn't equal marketing. Marketing mm. includes advertising, but it's not only advertising. Mm. I love that. I mean, it, it's just like... You know, we were we were recently looking at this for our own business, and you know, you have your you know leads that are coming in from paid media, and like what happens to people? You know, like they're, they're they're people, right? Like leads aren't just it's not an email address. It's like a person yeah. came to a website, right? There, I mean, I, I love your you know your explanation of that kind of buyer journey of like what's happening before they ever came to the website or before they clicked on the ad, like what's going on in their world that made them engage? Is it for them? Is it for somebody else? Is it for a friend? Is it for a spouse? And then understanding that better. I mean, I think just thinking about how like we've been able to recently engage a lot better with our leads with some like very personal outreach and follow-up. And, you know, it's it's helped us to get like our, our CPA, our CAC, right, has dropped because... Yeah. We're thinking about, okay, what's going on in this person's world? How timely if somebody's sitting in front of their computer right now and they're going through our webinar right now, like they're probably somebody that we should like talk to or call, right? We shouldn't wait like a week or a month or or whatever. Yeah. And Brent, Brent, what I wanted to also also touch, if you you allow me, there are uh, in a B2B uh, context, we also tend to to believe that people have this... uh, uh, really clear briefs, like uh, we need an agency for PPC, we need an agency for email. Behind this purchase decision, it's something that it's causing those companies to look for a solution. So maybe they have mm. a bad uh, contractor, maybe they had uh, problems with some suppliers, maybe their business model is not working anymore. So unless you understand what's causing customers to be interested in the services that you're providing. And unless you become even better than your prospects, let's say what I can talk about is uh, about this uh, 
agencies which are providing email, PPC. And uh, what I what I tend to realize is that they they've specialized so much, they've got so deep into what they are doing that they are not seeing what's around them. And basically, what I've what I've seen in this uh, in this context, into this B two B context, at least in the e commerce world, e commerce companies are struggling. So we have pure players that were doing just fine one two years ago when the demand was skyrocketing, and now they they might not have a business anymore. So knowing that, I think if this brief is has been changed for the agencies, I think that the uh, the agencies, in order to survive themselves and to thrive, if we are talking about e-commerce agencies, they need to level up their understanding as well. So they need to become even better than, e- than e-commerce uh, leaders because they have the same luxury as I do as working with different business mm. models, looking at other, how other clients are coping with su- su- some uh, some uh, uh, challenges these days. Yeah, And, and I that's that's really uh, important to understand for agency owners. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think just, you know, I love that like there's the brief and then there's like the problem or the yeah. thing that's behind the brief, right? The thing that got them to like, you know, that customer experience, like I think for every every agency that gets a lead, whether it's a referral or an inbound or outbound lead, like something was interesting enough to that lead to get them to show up like at yeah. that point, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm just looking for a little bit better ROAS, right? I mean, like, eh, like you know, something like got a client to get to that breaking point where they said, hey, I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to fire my agency. I'm going to hire a new agency or or there's yeah. some other kind of, you know, deeper problem there. What are you, what are you finding is like, I mean, I, I love that you, you mentioned that phrase, right? Unit economics. I mean, this is something that you know, I think as we've scaled has become like more important. And I always think it's funny you know, in a services business, right? To use the word unit, right? It's like, but but just understanding like your business model, right? Like how yeah. many customers, how many clients do you have to have to become profitable? And, you know, what is the the acceptable customer acquisition cost to to be able to scale kind of with? Where where do you see people make mistakes when they're building out like a model or a forecast for you know for those those types of areas of their business like when they're trying to figure out okay my unit economics is going to be this right and they kind of napkin math it or they build a spreadsheet right and it looks all pretty it's like oh this is going to be perfect right like where do you see people make the biggest mistake yeah I I, I have this uh, opportunity of uh, disclosing uh, what I felt on my own entrepreneurial skin Brent so, yeah. Many for many years, uh, back in the days when I've started, I've completely rejected building uh, a PNL and a budget because I thought that you know what, you shouldn't limit yourself, you need to do this, that, and the other. So, what I've realized too late, unfortunately, and with a lot of uh, after a lot of suffering, is that marketing should be connected with the finance, those shouldn't be separated, you know. And that means you have to build a bridge between what's causing revenue to happen, what's causing profit to happen, and what kind of investment will you be able to do. And many times we have these, uh, let's say, assumptions as business owners that uh, we want to grow by 45% this year. And why would you, would you be able to grow by 45%? And they they end up having these type of assumptions which are out of the blue because I want to 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 do this. But if you go to this unit economics, like what's causing growth to happen, you will end up that there are some p 
people which are making some decisions, which are your clients, even if you are B2C, B2B, whatever. The order-centric companies or the product-centric companies are into the supply side. So they build these products and then they look for us, for someone to, to, to buy the products or to buy the services and the solution. So basically, you, you build a solution in search for a problem. But mm. you have to find the problem and to realize how big is the problem, how many people are looking for a solution to your problem, and then build your business model uh, around it. So how I... How I see the world after all this, uh, I don't know, this rodeo of 20 years of entrepreneurship, I am I am relying on a, uh, on a generator. So basically, I'm going to all the way down to, for instance, how many in our business model, we have a software as a service product. We have uh, an education program. So it's a paid training for uh, agencies and uh, companies. And we also have Managed services for very large enterprise companies and training other agencies to provide this type of services. So we have three types of business models. And if we are saying we want to grow by 50% this year, we will shoot in the dark because maybe we want that. But what is the demand and how many customers at what customer acquisition cost can we afford to pay because it's that thing which is cash flow, right? So that's rule number one, two, and 100. <laughs> Don't run out of money because if you run out of money, game over. So basically, it's, these are that's how you, you build a sustainable model. You get from the growth generating factors, which are uh, customers. And how do you get to customers? Well, we are doing these meetings. And how many meetings have you got with what kind of close rate or conversion rate? And then out of all the leads that you've got, how many of them showed up? You know, how many people actually showed up in your in your calls? And what was the qualification rate? So all of those things will lead to a model which will get to your uh, budget. So eventually, and you need to, to start from the from bottom up. If you start like building a budget and then struggling to do some uh, things there, those are disconnected. But everything should be connected from this unit economics. Uh, up until your growth, profit, exit, and uh, joy in life of becoming a fantastic entrepreneur. That's awesome. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I feel like my last year has been has been like my year of like mass not ma- I mean not mastering, but maybe pursuing mastery in that part of our business. I think as you start to get into kind of that scale stage of of really understanding that. And I love that, like don't run out of money, right? Like I think that, you know, a, a lot of businesses, at least when I go in and, and, and consult, they'll have a really high value offer, you know, they'll work with clients for, you know, $50,000, $100,000 a year type of engagements, in some cases, much more. 
And then, you know, their investment into marketing is like anemic. It's like, you know, $500 a month on Google SEO or whatever. I'm like, you know, you're acquiring $100,000 customers. Like you probably need to have some type of customer acquisition cost that's acceptable. It's probably higher than a few hundred dollars. But that don't run out of money is a key like rule to follow. Because, you know, we could say on paper, hey... I'm willing to spend $10,000 to acquire a $100,000 customer. Like, let's just go out and spend $10,000 a month. But if, if the business doesn't have that kind of cash flow or doesn't have that kind of money or doesn't have like a credit line or whatever, you know, they might get kind of in this, in this stuck position, right? Where they don't, they're not actually injecting enough, enough investment into that marketing engine. Yeah. And, and Brent, I think it's a one, one, aspect that must be uh, addressed a bit here is that this model is in your control. Modeling mm. your business means that you make it in your mind. is like every freaking product on this planet. You first imagine it and then you do it. I was struggling for years with all sorts of targets, whatever, but I haven't ha- had a, a fantastic vision, you know, something which is already in your mind and but you also need it to put it on on this planet, you know, to make it materialize. And to make that, you have to model it by using the math because numbers, I love numbers. Numbers are so amazing because you already have this, you know, historical data already. Mm. Maybe you have a business which is one year or two years, five years old. So you already have this data. Fact is that you don't use this simple math to forecast properly and so that you are you you're getting to act because action will lead to change based on those particular numbers and for instance when you model an e-commerce or when you model model an agency you have all these relationships between these numbers and you end up to see you know what for instance in e-commerce there are seven dominant numbers that's it no other than seven you know you need traffic average order value uh, customer acquisition cost customer lifetime value uh, 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 purchase frequency, uh, gross margin, and uh, uh, customer retention rate. So basically, they, these are the seven numbers. The relationships with, between them are what matters. And when you come up with your no, next crazy idea to do ads on TikTok, that idea should be aligned with the dominant number, which if it's going to be influenced by 10%, will lead to this kind of profit down the line for your business. So that's the same into an agency model. You need to know these dominant numbers, the relationships with, between them, and then to brainstorm around, you know what? I found out that the most important thing for me is the annual contract value. I'm freaking uh, getting only $5,000 a month clients. And if I would be charging $10,000 a month, then I'll be completely uh, profitable and uh, and happy. So when you know that you need to double your uh, your your ACV, your brain is going to come up with ideas around this because you you will have a target. You know what you need to improve in order to fix your business model. And one important aspect is this the uh, lifetime value, right? How much you are getting down the line from the customers, and that's that what what made me made me completely obsessed about it. People need to know about these things because nobody talks about it. Everyone talks about freaking. ROS and uh, <laughs> CPC and open rates, but guys, this is the North Star, right? CLV, how much you are getting down the line from a customer. Measure that and improve that. 
Valentin, I, I love this conversation, man. It's it's uh, it's music to my ears. More more of this needs to be out there. Do you have time to stick around for our lightning round? Yep, of course. What is the best advice you've ever received? You don't find what you are looking for because you settle for what you find. It blew my mind because (laughs) anyways, I I hope you got this, right? So you settle for what you find uh, on your journey and you forget that your big vision was that. So you end up just paying the bills or settling for less and not building a great company or whatever you want. And it's valid in any other any other aspect of your life. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Journaling. Journaling. It's incredibly, uh, it's amazing. I had to let go 21 people at some point and I've documented how I felt about it. And I realized how my limiting beliefs got me there and documenting it was like debugging my own decision-making system. And that happens in 2016. And up until then, I'm doing journaling and I'm rereading every week and I'm adjusting how I'm making decisions. And decisions could be improved if you look at what bad decisions you are making. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you've been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? I think... um, I'm I'm into productivity. I've bought I've bought this uh, this ring a few months ago. It's called Aura Ring. It's uh, it's tracking my sleep, and I can I can optimize how I'm uh, living my life and how much energy do I have thanks to it. So for me, it was transformative as well. And what book would you recommend besides your own upcoming book, and why? Oh, for for agency owners and for people willing to build an agency, I would, uh, yeah, I would recommend. Um, it's uh, it's called Demand Side Sales. It's it's written by Bob Mesta, which is a fantastic individual, a fantastic instructor. He's part of our CVO Academy as well, so you can understand how to unveil why what's causing customers to to buy. People are not buying something, they're buying the progress. And this book is is an amazing resource for you to transform your business as I've transformed my mind thanks to to it. We will link out to demand side sales as well as Aura Ring. So if you're looking to improve your sleep habits or your sales and, and marketing abilities, check out those two resources. We'll link out on our show notes page yougurus forward slash yougurus.com forward slash podcast. And we'll have all that stuff, including key takeaways, gold nuggets, all that good stuff in one nice, neat package. Valentin, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Of course, you can check me out on LinkedIn. I'm always uh, uh, writing there. I'm starting these short videos as well. Um, you can also check out my book. It's called The CLV Revolution. If you're an agency willing to level up your game, you might check it out. It's based on my 15 years of experience in e-commerce. Uh, you can go on, on bit.ly slash CVO uh, minus book. It's uh, You can read the first chapter and hopefully God help in June is going to be out there in the, uh, in the public. Awesome. Well, we will link out to... Uh, the book so people can download that first chapter. We'll link out to your CVO Academy, OmniConvert, your LinkedIn profile. So if you're listening today and you loved what Valentin had said and you want to find out more information, become a super fan, check out his software, check out his programs, check that out at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. And we'll have that all in one nice, neat package for you. Valentin, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thanks a lot, Brent, for having me and uh, all the best from Bucharest. 
And that is it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.